this this is a head cannon circus duction. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling Review. Um, I'm excited, man. And you know, if I'm excited, y'all already know. I mean, y'all already saw the thumbnail. Y'all know what we about to review. So, you know, I am excited. I am about to go off because I know at the end of this, I had a conversation that I, I text Travis about that I want to talk about at the end of this. But before we get there, let me announce the illustrious other hosts of this, this game, how we do it. The face of this show, face by good guy and face of the face. Yeah, uh, Travis, the bearded one, he's here today, rocking probably the most handsome shirt I think I've ever seen you rock. I've rocked this one before. I, I got. I'm just saying. I mean, it's still still holds up and it's still okay. true. Okay, looks like he's even handling pretty good from being washed, man. I mean, I like that. I mean, yeah. you know, so he's rocking the Brett the Hitman heart shirt here for got people that can't see it. Got my stack of wrestling t-shirts for yeah. this, so. Absolutely, absolutely. I love the, the missing teeth in the middle because yeah. she's Canadian, and yeah, you know exactly. they they think it as a badge of honor to get their teeth knocked out in hockey and all that. So, right. Uh, but always, then you have your main host here, the heel of the show, the bad guy, Mister. I don't give a what. Your boy Jason Corny J in the building. We are going to review WrestleMania 13, 1997, and we've already buried the lead because I told you it's going to have my man Brett the Hitman Hart, and also. The one and only Austin three sixteen. Yeah. The 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 real the real bad guy, the Texas rattlesnake, the guy that probably ushered in the attitude era and ran the attitude era until it finally crashed and died a nasty, disgusting death. But what? Oh, I mean it, it the attitude era at the end was what was nasty. <laughs> I said what? <laughs> 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 Shout out to Travis and Austin. Yeah. All right, guys, let's go ahead. And Travis, tell us how we got here. So, how did we get here? I'm going to tell you how you got here. You disgusted Americans. Keep screwing Brett. As long as nope. we're Vince nope. and all the other dirty little nope. sneaky, nope. nasty, disgusting, lack of role model, lack of degenerate Americans. You know what? The Canadian way is the best way. They got free health care. They got um, Pamela Anderson. They got, um, I was going to say Justin Bieber, but I hate that kid. Um, they have all the uh, Island Thick. They have all the jewels and gems of everything that we ever needed. That's the only thing we need to know about this match is that Canada rocks. America is, uh, we get there when we get there. And Bret Hart is being disrespected by all you Neanderthals. I know that's a fast forward, but I had to get that off my chest for Bret. Sorry, Travis. How did we really get here? Yeah, so, we, so how did we really get here? Because everything you just said is not true for this match. So, um, isn't not, that yet? Yeah, it's partially true. No, well, this is the, the switch. No, it's partially true. This this match takes place. He pushes Vince before this match. Yeah, but this is the official. Term. And Vince even talks about like, oh, even if Brett thinks he's being screwed, blah, blah, blah. what are you talking about? Like the, the, the official heel turn though, where he gets my into point the is, Canadian, is the Canadian I started with stuff. I started with again. 
This is because all these blah blah screw Brett and blah 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 blah. This so is the, this is the beginning. Anyway, how did we get here? <laughs> yes, how did we get so here? uh we'll take this back to Survivor Series of the previous year. So Survivor Series 96. Okay. Um Bret Hart was coming back off of uh time away. Stone Cold kind of calls him out and says, You're not the best there is, the best there was. Ever since you've been gone, I've been killing everyone. I'm, oh, yeah, his I'm time away was to do a soap opera. Yeah. Just so you guys know. Longsome you are. Longsome dough. <laughs> yeah. um, one of the best lines, that, that, uh, an underrated line for Stone Cold is, if you put the letter S in front of Hitman, you get my exact opinion of him. That's just a great it's line. It's the best. Yeah, it's probably one of the um, best. But so they're in, they're in the middle of a, of a heated feud because they, you know, how did it survive the series the year before? Um, and which uh, Bret Hart wins on a roll-up. Then at Royal Rumble, uh, this is the Royal Rumble that, of course, Austin wins by nefarious means when mm -hmm. Bret Hart throws him over the top rope, but the rest didn't see it, so he comes back in and then throws Bret Hart out. Right. And that's when Bret goes, I'm getting screwed, but he's still technically a babyface at this point, um, but all the, the momentum and the, the, the fans are starting to flip for Austin, um, and then uh, Austin screws Bret Hart again at a, a Raw taping to make Bret Hart lose the title to Psycho Sid. Right. So now Bret doesn't have to worry about his focus is not on the title. It is now getting even with Stone Cold Steve Austin, who is kind of um, not only, like I said, gaining momentum, but like at every turn kind of blocking Bret Hart from getting the WWF title at this point. So they have this, are now having this epic encounter at WrestleMania 13. Absolutely. So, I mean, this is... In a submission match. Yeah, I, I was just about to hit that. Like, it is a submission match. And the great thing about this match is that we, I mean, you can probably look it up and hear all the goodies and all the, the tales, which we'll, we'll hit on a bunch of that at the end of the match. Some of the stuff that went on and when they were going to make this match and perform this match and Brett's words about Austin, Austin's words about Brett. Mm -hmm. We'll got to go all through that at the end. Uh, with all that being said, I mean, let's no longer uh, play any more games. Again, go to head, go to the network. So if you're on Peacock or if you're still using the WWE app, go ahead. WrestleMania 13, 1997. Go into you know the Bratton Austin tab. But uh, for those who may be watching in other other means that don't have the tabs, we have an hour and 21 minutes on the dot is where we're going to start it. Yeah. So it makes it really easy for everybody. All right, we're going to start this up in five, four, three. Two, one, and let's go. We know it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a classic. When we have the excellence of execution. And Stone Cold. And Ken Shamrock. Oh, I couldn't even hold his straight <laughs> face to say know, that. I was going to wait. I was going to be like, eh, look, I don't know about that. Look, man. Like, he looks jacked. I, I was just about to say that. I was going to say, look. He looks Ken awesome. Shamrock looked like he will kill a Joker. And yeah. Um, I mean, but as much as people we hate on Shamrock a bit, Shamrock does have some moments in the WWF. I like we, Ken Shamrock. I mean, the him and the Rock match, yes. like that's it's some he has some moments, man. I liked Ken Shamrock as a fan when I, you know, when I was a kid, I always thought Ken Shamrock, you know, should have been the Intercontinental Champion more than the Rock, but then that's a, a lot of just the fact that. I was a right. I was a little kid, so I rooted for the baby face. Right, right? rattlesnake so. getting his arm. We get a little bit of a sneak peek of him going through gorilla, which is awesome. Let's break the glass like we supposed uh, to. There we go. What an iconic, and, and it all broke too. Yeah, yeah. No shards sticking up. Yeah, that no, was really no good. No half of the thing. 
and he's come now. Like, don't him. touch me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Austin 420. Hey, smoke them if you got them. 316, Brett Who. <laughs> yeah, man, this is going to be. I this mean, is, his character was so on point. I mean, again, when we get to the end, I want to have a real discussion. Somebody I call this, that number, by the way. <laughs> we um <laughs> we have a real discussion about this man because and maybe I need to just maybe need to film it as a separate segment because this match is about twenty five ish minutes. Nobody probably wants to wait to the end to hear me have a respectful conversation about Austin, but a disrespectful conversation about what Austin breeded. And I think a lot of what Austin breeded is being seen today, and I think it's kind of the part of what's destroying wrestling. But let's. We'll save that. Maybe I'm a, you know what? That's better. We'll save it as a different segment. Maybe it's okay. like a teaser clip because you know you're gonna be out in that dry heat next week. So we yeah. probably have a yeah. little bit more content, you know, put out during the week here. But yeah, so Austin's go ahead, stalking the ring as always. And uh oh, here we go. The there best comes, there is, man. Here comes Owen's big brother. Hey, the best <laughs> there was. You know what? As I still stand right now. He's still the best there ever will be. Yeah, uh, I don't know who who right now in the modern era is better than Brett. I'm not in the modern. I I, I think there's a case to be made for Shawn Michaels being better than Bret Hart as a in ring performer. No, as all oh, total package, I give you that. Like the mic skills, or like I, I can give you that because the help as a wrestler. Yeah, like, yeah, but as a wrestler, so I'm, I'm 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 wrestler encompassing all right, oh, right, right, right. in in-ring in ability maybe you know then 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 if that's if that's what you're clarifying then kurt angle would be would be in-ring ability probably better, better than, than brett oh come on come on Travis. We, we're not we're going we're going to do this for another we're going to have to put that up for another segment in ring ability in terms of like his actual wrestling ability like when i say in-ring ability i mean the ability to tell stories in the ring that make the matches feel bigger and better than what oh, they are. Here we go, to a hot side. Here we go. And Austin, look, oh, it's like Austin's giving Brett the real business too, kind of. <laughs> Take that. Right. And Brett flips it over, gives him a little bit back, lets him know that, hey, look, I can play this game too, man. You're not going to bully me here. Again, I'm Canada. I like getting my teeth knocked out. <laughs> and they spill out onto the I floor. Play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, nice shot there. Uh, gives it back. Mm. <clears throat> I won't be surprised. I'm surprised. But it being a submission match, I'm surprised how hot they started. Like, they, I mean, I know it's, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, they're just punching each other. Like, oh, this is, yeah, starting out hot. Yeah, but yeah. It yeah. works because of the feud that they had, and they, you know, and the feud they absolutely hate each other. Yeah, right? absolutely. So, like, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and then that feud is funny because they're actually and, really good friends. Not really oh, yeah. good friends, but they're good. They have really yes. a lot of respect and friendship. Absolutely. And yeah. when you watch them in this ring, you can't tell that at all. No, like, at all. <laughs> but I, at least for the start, I like that it was Stone Cold that did the hot start because he's trying to be, you know, a little bit. He's still technically the heel Oof. at this point, so he's trying to, you know, get the heel advantage, get the jump. Right, but on. also too, it's a little bit of that. Like Brett's the, the uh. Brett's the guy. Hey, so, Tony Austin, Alice. Hey, <laughs> Captain Lou. Yep, what do you and, know? And Austin's the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wearing his Harry Potter shirt, which <laughs> didn't even exist back then. Uh, but also, too, I guess because he also does this match definitely feels like the vibe of like Brett's at the top of the, the hill, and Austin is trying to make his way to the top oh, and yeah. he's scratching and biting his way up. And yes. nobody wants to give him that respect he deserves. Yep. So, you know how I get the respect? I'm going to beat the number one guy. I'm going to beat it out of him. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to beat the number one guy and show him. Look at it, Brett. Oh, I love that, by Austin. <laughs> Give me. You think, you think WWE pays for that coke right there? Hell no. <laughs> like, I got you. Come be on. Lucky Austin used it. 
That dude should be like, can you sign this afterwards, Austin? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't grab that homeboy nod. You saw the homeboy hit his nachos. He was like, nah, man, you was not going to grab my nachos. I paid 20 bucks for these nachos. Not going to grab my nachos, my bad. But also, this is what I love about it, because they talk about how Ken Shamrock is going to be the guest referee. Ken Shamrock's a guest referee for this moment, more importantly than anything else. Yes, And watch the guys. I know you're going to watch them beat the crap out, but watch Ken Shamrock doing this. Oh, he's manhandling the fans. Yeah, look at it, look at it, look. Get away, and they're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to mess with you. But yeah. it's a part of him where this dude will come up soon that is so disrespectful that Kurt, they should have put their hands on homeboy. We're going to see it soon here. But look at Ken. Ken's like, just get here. It is the guy in the, the, the brown jacket. Disrespectful. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, you oh, got yeah, disrespectful. On. Look at him. Ken finally grabs him. Like, hey, hold, fall back, bro. Like, you got to fall back, my man. Like, oh, look, see, look at him. like, all right, buddy. All right, buddy. everything. <laughs> look, look here, bro. I'm surprised one of them didn't steal. Oh, no, look, it's just tatted him in the head. Yeah, yeah. I never noticed yeah. that. Oh, come on, brown jacket man. <laughs> what are you doing? Disrespectful, man. And, 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 when I saw, ooh. ooh. Like, we can look at tail, but we feel like, Brett, you know. You know Suplex. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it's, yeah. When I saw that, when I watched the replay, I was like, can you imagine this era if some guy would have touched, like, like, they got his teeth knocked out. Like that dude is lucky that like they were more concerned about telling the story than actually fearing for their life. Yes. Because now in this new era, like everybody's afraid of what a fan can do. Like we yes. don't know what a fan has on them sometimes. But yeah, there's a the reason they don't go in the fans like ever anymore. Yeah. yeah. But they're working their way back. Look at Kim. Look at Kim. Push back. Look at that. Look at that. Look, Come on, guys, move out of the way. Yeah. Kim's doing less referee and more bodyguarding. <laughs> but yeah, but that was part of the things they talk about is that they that's, that was the purpose of having Kim there was that. Like you just said, who who won't touch? If Ken tell you to back up, yeah, you backing up. You backing up. Yeah, good, good spot at this here. Point, by he Brad is known as the world's most dangerous man. Like yep. he yep. was killing people in UFC. Yep, yep. Thank you to flashback here, the double uh, feature, but just good, just a great spot. And we talked about how it starts off high, and I know again, some people are going, oh, they're just punching each other, but yeah, Brett, good sell by Brett, beautiful. Brett, Brett's one of the best at that, man. Him, Sean. You know, we got a laundry list, but they're like, it's a, it's a different vibe for them because you actually feel like they took that rail on, they're in mad pain. Like, some guys take that and then they're just walk, turning around and look, getting themselves up. Like, Brett takes that thing like, you know, he didn't lost his world, man. Agreed. Yeah, go to F you. Because uh. Stone Cold said so. And so Austin's an interesting figure, man, when it comes to the wrestling. He said, I just talked about a spot there, but the interesting figure when it comes to the wrestling. He's not the most technical guy. No. He's not a flyer. No. He's not a strength guy. No. He's what we consider a tweener. Yes. And most tweeners in this business don't get any respect. Yeah. Uh, and if people want a modern example of a tweener, and it kind of goes with, but um, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods is a modern example of a tweener. He does enough on every kind of realm, but it's not really particular a master at any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give a better example, but that's probably more higher up there. But but I say a tweener is just like, again, yeah, they're not the most technical. They don't have a submission. They don't have a – so it's it, – Austin, like, his echelon in, when it comes to in-ring ability always is so hard for me to judge because he does what he does so well, but it isn't a niche, like – if somebody were to say, "Hey, like I want to make you the next Austin," you're more thinking about the like the mic stuff. Yes, you're never talking the about atti- the ring stuff and the attitude. And right, right. Yeah. But if somebody were to say, "I want to make you the next Brett," you're probably talking about the in ring stuff, the technical, the storytelling. If somebody says, "I want to make you the next Taker," you're probably talking about the gimmick, and like you know, so everybody has that kind of thing. 
But I always feel like Austin's always so hard for me to judge. Nice classic breath there from the second rope. Uh, it's always so hard for me to judge because he he's not great at anything. But I believe because I, I don't know if it's such a belief in himself so high that like he can just make what he does believable. Oh, nice move there. Another classic uh, hitman move there. But I don't know. I don't. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what are your like? If you were to rank Austin as a wrestler, like, where would you rank him? Like. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's definitely not superb. He's above average, right? Right. You, you can't. You can't get to this level and not be. You know. Well, yeah, that's true. Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was early '90s, right? Do we yeah. need examples? <laughs> we got examples of people now that are over. That wrestling's kind of suspect. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe uh, I have to disrespect the Marnera, but I'll, I'll disrespect him <laughs> if I need to. I'll disrespect him if I need to. It's a guy by the name of Ginsburg B and his rounds with Essner that uh super over and Joker got like four moves right now. Like I'm just going, all right, but anyway. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with starts with A B and ends with a Atista. Oh <laughs> I ain't gonna throw that I ain't gonna throw that hate on him. Hey, um, he's, but, he's a guardian of the galaxy, man. I ain't going to throw that hand on him. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, Austin is, is an above-average wrestler, but his his mic game was so – was – I don't know if it – it was really good. His his catchphrases were unbelievable. I don't know if his mic game was unbelievable. His mm-hmm. catchphrases was unbelievable. His gimmick was fantastic. It fit him to a T. It is a stunner. Um, but remember, this is a submission match, right, so right, you can't right. get a pin. Um, and yeah, what, I, I think a lot of it just had to do with he. It's hard to say he came at the right time, at the you know right place, place, right time. Because I think if he showed up now, you know this exact Austin, I think it would work in this era. But I don't know if it would be as good over sale as by Austin was. too. As we as we were trying to examine his wrestling, good sale with the knee by Austin. I don't know if it would be as over as it was right now. Right, and I think the word we're interested for is that Austin's believability was so high that yes. it, it it exceeded what we – we don't judge as hard because his believability is so good. Yeah. Like, Austin feels like, and what she legitimately was, a guy that you can go sit and have a beer with in a bar and just talk about some cool stories and just have a good time. Yeah. And you felt like if you got into a bar fight, that's the guy you want on your side because he, he won't quit. Yeah, right. exactly. As submission match, won't quit. Uh, see what I did there. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> but, and, but. And to be honest, he was almost like the first of the era, too, to do this. Right? Yes, like, yes. And I think that It didn't might... feel like kayfabe. That's what it is. Yes. It felt like Austin was that guy that we saw new. wrestling. He was new. It was different. It wasn't the same old stuff. Hey, look, it's Hart family. Um, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's another reason. I think that's another reason why it really worked is because he was pretty much the first one to come out and be like this ultra, you know, badass guy that's like, I'm just going to take your lunch money and you're just going to like it. Yeah. And oh, he just made him spill his coke on his pants. Come on. He looked back at it too, like, fuck your coke, man. Got a problem with it? <laughs> uh, no, nope, I don't want that one. Yeah, it had a pad on it. That's why. I want the one with the coat. Yeah, on. yeah. The other one had a pad on. I don't want to give you the pad when I want to. I want the one real of those one. Collectible chairs. <laughs> right. That's just a regular chair. But yeah, no, and I, but like, and I, I respect and I love Austin's matches. Like most of Austin's matches, like you said, are really, really good. Yeah. It's just like it's just something about him that it's like you know I, I never. Oh, we're gonna pulmonize his ankle. Yep. 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 Like the crowd is going insane, you know. You know, because again, Brett's Brett's the face. Yeah, but this kind of feels hellish. Oh, this is oh, 
Here he comes. Wham! Oh, look at the crowd. The Good. crowd is just going ballistic. Great job by Austin getting around the head to the back of the shoulders. Yes. Good job by Austin. That's that's and, professionalism. And to quote Jerry the King Lala on this, because he's fantastic, it's WrestleMania, baby! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know Jerry hates Brett, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. So um, actually, because didn't Brett slap Jerry around this uh around this time too? Probably. I, I felt like he slapped Jerry in the mouth around this time for something. I can't probably. remember what it was. Uh probably making fun of of uh, Helen Hart. Probably so he loved Jerry loves to do that. <laughs> he does love to do that. All right. Austin has him there. Gonna get him on up here. Snap. <clears throat> Suplex, good one. Yeah, I really just think Roger, kind of yeah, to I love finish it. off. Boom. Yep. Just the realness that, that Stone Cold felt like he had that nobody else did at this point. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the biggest reason why he was right. Over. He didn't his his gimmick was almost that he didn't need a gimmick. Right. It was just him. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. You're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. It, it, I mean, you, you summed it up perfectly. It, and I think and it usher in that's what ushers in the attitude era thought process is that all these guys no longer are the Oh, I work this job. Like Shawn Michaels is actually a stripper. That's his job. He's the heartbreak kid. Yeah. And then I'm just a just a tough guy. So I go wrestle when I'm not stripping. Like yeah. after Austin, it became no, I'm just a wrestler. Yeah. I'm just a wrestler, and I just, you know, ladies love me and I'm a wrestler. Like, you know, and that's kind of what the attitude era really became was hey, like we don't really need workmen like gimmicks. We could just be the gimmick. Right. We could just be it, you know. Well, good submission there by by Austin there. And I think that's one reason why Bret Hart almost, I could say, didn't work in the Attitude Era, but it was difficult for him in the Attitude Era. Because Bret Hart is very much of a, you know, I'm going to say a gimmick wrestler, but he liked to work his gimmick, right? He, right? he was the good guy, and he was the good guy on and off right. the, you know, the off the mat, right? It, when the lights were on, when he wasn't on, you know, when the lights were off, he was still, you know, the good guy and the baby face and the... You know, give the sunglasses to the little kid. Right. And well, I, I think he would have a nice Boston Crab there. I think it would have worked for Brett because Brett was the bridge between that older style to the realism style because Brett's gimmick was, I'm just a better wrestler than you. Yeah. Like it almost was like a, like a fighter. Like if it was MMA or boxing, like Brett's gimmick works in the echelon to be like, oh, I'm excellent. Like I'm a better fighter than you. I'm like Floyd Mayweather. Like I can counter anything you do to me in X, Y, and Z, and I'm just crafty enough to always win. But he still had the the pop and circumstance of the old school, the Austin's and the, the the macho man, where it's like you played to the kids and you gave the kids stuff and you you know you played up to the crowd of it. I think what shifted where, where Brett kind of got left behind was I think Brett's moral integrity or however you want to place it didn't like the raunchiness of the attitude era. Yeah. Like, I think he would have worked if he could have done angles. I like remember when Michaels came back and Michaels found God and he came back and he just wouldn't be part of certain angles with DX. He would find his way out. Like, I think they would have had to do the same thing with Brett. Like, the raunchiest stuff, Brett probably would have been like, nah, I'm good on. Yeah. But the just the realism of just being just a badass dude that can wrestle and fight, I think it would have went over well. I think that's why him and Austin work so well. This match basically is an Attitude Era match. Oh, yeah. In before the Attitude Era starts, you know. Austin's, you know, put S mm. in front of Hitman, and I'm like, all that stuff's pretty raunchy for this area. You know, Austin 316 means I just whipped your ass. Like, that's pretty, you know, that's not the sort of typical wrestling story anymore. Good bump there. Great job by Austin. 
getting in between the ropes there. You know, get Austin going right. play into the crowd. Did Bret Hart hurt his knee again? Oh, hey, man. If you don't take time off, you can't ever let that knee heal, you know. Even if you do a soap opera, it's heavy on the knees, man. Oh, Lonesome that, Dove's really heavy Yeah, on yeah the hey, knees. man, that acting's heavy on the oh, knees, okay. bro. You didn't know that's the first thing to go with actors is the knees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, get out of the way, guys. Oh! <laughs> I don't even know who that was. Hey, man, that cameraman flopped like, uh, I mean, that announcer dude flopped like uh, Dennis Rodman when he kicked that cameraman. <laughs> you remember that joke? Rodman kicked that dude. That dude got took the kick and was like, oh! <laughs> that's how your man fell out the chair. It was like, ugh. Oh, it's WrestleMania, baby. <laughs> you know, man, like I said, it, I mean, this match is just so good. Yeah, it's just awesome. Like, and you know, the beauty of it is that, oh, that yep, we here we got one. it. Crimson. The beauty of it is, is that they're not doing major stuff either to like, they're not trying to spot it up. The spots are sensible, punishing spots. Mm -hmm. Like, here, go watch, watch your man. Look at oh. <laughs> My cue was the fall. I got to fall. It's <laughs> 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 just get also you already busted him open, which I know as we both watch Jim Cornette. Cornette always hates it when someone takes something face first and they don't bleed or cut open. Like he's like, "Why well, take the bump if you're not going? You know, you're not going to yeah cut yourself. Yeah, it's not realistic. Exactly. So man, Austin's just bleeding, man. And you know, our man in this covid era man just watching the guy bleeding like this is just icky for me i'm not gonna go lie no. it's just icky for me i know it's back in the day it just feels weird for me 97 come on it's that's back in the day <laughs> over 20 years ago i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. yeah man it's putting the brakes on him now hmm. now we didn't talk much about the psychology of this match because i know it's usually the things that i like to point out or we point out why it goes on but for people who are keeping up with the psychology and I mentioned to a little bit earlier when Brett threw the chair in there, like, you know, with the bail and all that. Brett's getting real hillish here, real aggressive. Yep. And for the Bret Hart fans like myself, who are Marks, we're like, well, he has to give that same kind of aggressiveness to Austin. Austin's giving it to him. Austin would do the same thing. Right. Yeah. But for the guys that aren't Marks like me, you're kind of like, oh, this isn't the, the hitman I'm used to. Like, he, he's doing a little bit more than, we, you know, a little dirtier, a little shadier, yeah. you know. Be the first one to grab the weapons from outside. Like that's not that's not face activity. He's just just beating down on Austin, man. And Austin's cut open, and he's taking every opportunity to either work the knee legs or the open scar right now. And a non baby face thing to do. Yep. Wham. Wham. Boom. Austin's like, ah, oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Austin, <laughs> I got the brakes on this one, man. You know, <laughs> so good. Oh, trying to go yep. for the sharpshooter. Yep. Austin's fighting it. He's fighting it. Mm, mm. Oh, right into the eyes. But he almost hasn't gotten quite out. But he's out now. Get your leg out of there. No, that, that is good. That's a very good spot there. Yeah. Ken Shamrock's just standing up. Oh, well. He does. Ken Shamrock, he's got his check for the day. He did what his check told him to do. His check was just make sure nobody don't kick their asses in the crowd. <laughs> Except for Brown Jacket got too friendly, but. And now he's just wearing Austin out now. And um, now. Oh! oh yes! The great equalizer. And you know, because of the, how the match has been going. 
you don't feel bad for Brett for getting a low blow. Not at all. Because you just saw the dirty crap he tried to pull. You got a man, but damn near bleeding to death, well, and you're just beating him into hold, a, a He can pole. barely walk, you know, walk on a two feet. Yeah, got to get his ropes to help him up, and you don't feel. I bad. wonder how much of that is Austin couldn't get the rope, or how many of that was Austin selling because no, that was beautiful. Selling. I think it's. Selling. I, oh, so I, I want to say it's selling too because that was just beautiful. Just to keep trying to grab the rope and can't get it. Oh, oh classic Brett there. Classic Bret Hart, and here comes Stone Cold. Baby. Yep, and he's still limping though, so he's keeping the he's keeping. He's keeping it alive by limping. Uh, 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 Let's go get that mud uh, hole. Uh, Here we go. Uh, 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 uh. F you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Brett took that one for real. Get out of the way, Ken. It's not in a, he's not in a submission yet. Maybe that's if he wants to continue. <laughs> Whatever. Puts Brett up. All right, another big spot here. We're going to get... Oh. Superplex. See if you can pull it off here. So I'll see if the excellence can be excellent here. Nope. And there mm. we go. Oh, man. Even though Austin feels the effects of that. And remember, he's still bleeding. So yep. he's losing blood every time his heart beats. Yeah. Oh, good camera work. How much longer can he stay in his match? He needs to end this quick, you know. Soon he'll get lightheaded and he what won't type, be able to continue. What type of submission moves does he know? Well, you know, he used to hang out with uh, Ted DiBiase back in the day, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, he could put the sleeper on him, you know. What was it? What was it called? With the Million Dollar Dream? Yeah, you know. Oh, he knows well. This is the best mission at all. <laughs> the Million Dollar Dream here. Just gonna choke the shit out of you <laughs> until you submit. Brett's trying to make his way out the ring as if like that's that that's what will save yeah. him. Uh oh. Once. Twice. Oh man, Three you times. have to you have to really trust the guy to do that, oh, do yeah. that to you. Oh, like, oh, but he's got the bell. Wham! Oh, and man. at this point, the crowd is just going ballistic. Got a great professionalism by Brett. Great job by Austin getting your head down further enough so Brett can get around the top of the head to the back, to the more of the back of the head, but to the, try to get to the shoulders. Good mm -hmm. job there, on both both of them. Oh, oh. Brett's like, no, nah, I got to get rid of this dude. This dude's getting too close. He just oh. tried to strangle me. I'm he's tired just, of this guy. Yeah, he, he's just trying to hang me like in the middle of the ring here. Like, I got to get out of this. And the sharpshooter's on. Come on, Ken. Ken, he, he's giving up, Ken. Just no, he, he's he giving hasn't up. given up. Come on, Ken. Bret Hart has I not won this match it. yet. I can hear No, Austin. he's saying no. I can hear No, he's like, Ken. No, he's saying no. No, I don't want to continue, Ken. He says Ken. no. No, I don't want to continue. I'm the not shot. quitting. That's the classic. No, there's still one more. He's like, no, no I don't want to continue. He, no, yeah, no, no, I Ken don't want to continue. says, do you want to quit? And he says, no. Oh, Austin, see, I hear the rest of Austin saying, no, I don't want to continue. No, that's not true. See, he's like, look at He goes, yes, I give up. Yes. Yes, I give up, Ken. I'm done. He didn't say that. <laughs> Stop lying. I mean, look at that. It, man, up. Oh, it, power up. Fight. Yep. Great, beautiful spot here. here you yep. called it right here. Just wonderful. Yeah. That's just that's wow. That that's there right you there. Go. Oh, that's, that's so just good. beautiful. He's gonna get out. It's the first time ever someone's gonna get out of the sharpshooter. First time ever for today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's got out. He got out. No, no, no. But Brett still has it locked in. He hasn't fully got out, and Brett oh. gets back. Now he's further into the middle of the ring now than he ever was before. 
What can Austin do, man? Does he have one more surge in him, one more push? There we go. Come on. Look, man. Come on, Austin. Where's all that tough talk now, Austin? What? There's all that tough talk. Where's that, you oh, know, what? shit, man, conversation now, Austin? He's bleeding. He's lost. lost the well, who blood. made him bleed? Look at all that blood he lost. Who made him bleed? He never tapped out. He never said, I quit. Hey, look, you ain't got to quit when you when you when your body quit. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's a quitter. Uh, somebody quit. No, his body shut down. Is he, he conscious? So that doesn't mean you quit if your body shut down? He never verbally said, I quit. Oh, because his body shut down. He couldn't mouth the words out. He wasn't body, going to. His lips is part of his body, so he, his body. He wasn't going to. He's too much of a man to do that. That sounds like you quit to me when your whole no, body shuts down. I don't think so. You're a runner. You know what happens. So what happens if uh, you know your body shuts down? That means you quit. Let's you, start walking. Yeah, yeah. Well, he ain't walking. He, <laughs> he, he looked like he quit. He was like, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep because, you yeah. know. Hitman head. Look at, Are you okay, bud? <laughs> I'm just like, you know, look, I mean, next time Brett's like, don't ever challenge me again with a scrub like this guy. Oh, a scrub. I'm, I'm the top of the I'm the top of the mountain in WWF. He's somewhere in the mid-car, push him back down there, costing me the belt, the psycho said, psycho skin, who's another scrub. <laughs> How dare you make me lose the belt to him? The title anyway, so. so Brett's like, yeah, come on. Look, all the times I tried to screw me. I finally got the W, and Brett still is loved here. That's what's the crazy part where it gets heartbreaking. <laughs> heartbreaking. Uh, but, yeah, and there uh, we go. Yeah. All, all that right. shit, all that crap you were talking, Austin. Remember that crap you were talking to me? Ken's Ken That's enough. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, it's not enough, Ken. You're, you're a referee. You're done for the day. You already you, you gave up. You're done. You going to listen to me? Oh, oh, take that. Uh, what Brett's like, whoa, whoa, Ken, I will knock you out. Oh, yeah, Ken, right. you better stop it, Ken. I will, yeah, right. I'm the excellence of execution. I will, uh, I will I'm, execute oof. and execute you, yeah, right. <laughs> Ken Shamrock would go through Bret Hart in 30 seconds. And then Brett's like, Brett's like, let me decide. Do I want to keep whooping up Austin or whoop up on Ken? Oh, yeah, he's like, well, I'm a little well, like, do I want to get my butt kicked? He's like, look, Ken. he goes, I'm, I'm a little tired from whooping Austin, so I guess I'll let Ken live today. Look at he look, he's still thinking about it. Like, you know what? Maybe nah nah, yeah, I'll everyone, let him live today. I'm a little bit tired. He's a, he's a horrible person. Who kicks someone while they're down? A guy who wants to make sure a disgusting human being that Austin is gets what come, comes to him. Yeah, oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, give him the finger. A yeah, few. there's another one. If you, you probably that's probably another, there's stinking, another one. stinking Americans. That's what I'm talking about. Those those Americans. Stinking Americans. Just come on, you, you live in this country and just think you're the best at everything and can disrespect good moral values like Bret Hart. That's the reason Family why, values, baby. It's the reason why the game ain't been the same. <laughs> Triple H? Oh. Oh. <laughs> look at that. See, look at that dirty piece of crap there. Like He doesn't want any help. He doesn't need anybody's help. I'm glad he finally woke up. He's anti-establishment. Getting tired of St. Austin get paid to sleep on a mat. Glad he woke up, finally. Yeah. Body gave out. Drink some Gatorade. <laughs> get your, your electrolytes up, Austin. Grab a beer. Uh, no. Get a cookie and some orange juice for all that blood you then gave. <laughs> that Brett made you give. Brett, Brett, Brett made him a blood donor, man. So Brett was even helping him out when he didn't even know he was helping him. Yeah. You ain't know that Austin got that rare blood? He, walked, he walks out on his own because he's a... Awesome. Austin awesome. has that, that that rare blood, that uh, butt light, middle light, and flu fused blood. <laughs> blood. 
And so I know we kind of stepped on it, but for people who have not seen this match or have not heard about this match enough, how have um, I seen this? But anyway, <laughs> it, it, it this was the heel turn. This was the heel turn for Brett. This was the face turn for Austin. This is the moment that made I'm gonna say made Austin an icon, but it was the first step in making yeah. him an icon yeah. when it comes to the wrestling game. Um, the first step of becoming what we consider now that we see a lot of the anti-hero, you know, for. It's funny that wrestling, it took this long for wrestling to get a anti-hero this over. Because Roddy Piper was kind of anti-hero, but Piper wasn't like Austin over. Like Austin's in that, that that you know, okay. Andre the Giant, Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan, like, you know. Yeah. So it was the first time we got to see that. And it was an interesting take because you got a guy that did heelish stuff, but was so beloved by the fans. He, he like, I, like we talked about the whole, I keep playing with the American-Canadian thing. Austin pretty much encompassed white America. Like, that's what he was, a beer drinking, tough talking, you know, no holds bar, tough son of a gun that just is going to grind and be gritty yep. and just give you all he has every single time. And it it's a great character. It's a great way to be, especially being a wrestler, mm -hmm. <laughs> where that's what you do is you wrestle and fight every day. So to have that, uh, and you know, everybody knows the story of Austin going on forward. And I think we even did the Austin and Sean, which Sean. I think was the official – Flag is up, attitude errors in. The next WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Our attitude is error, errors in. We're going full steam ahead in this direction. Um, kind of the passing of the torch. So the what I was gonna say is that I feel because Austin was over so well with his anti-hero type of attitude, I almost feel like it has watered down and destroyed how we view heels, I mean faces in the business now. Because we talk about it, if you watch some of our other matches, we talk about how it was movesets that just faces did. Mm -hmm. It was movesets that heels did. Austin did heel movesets, but he was a face. Yeah. Now you have a bunch of faces now that do a bunch of heel movesets that want to be this kind of ambiguous, I, I call it the ambiguous face now. The ambiguous face is the guy, perfect example of his New Day. New Day is the, the epitome of the ambiguous face. New Day at one point were hitting people with trumpets and all that, and people were cheering. That is a complete, utter heel move. But when New Day was over, after the New Day sucks, when it became New Day rocks, they were still doing heel moves and being over. And I realized, like, that's... choking opponents with pancakes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but if you notice, like, if you watch wrestling now, a lot of our faces, let's just go down, like, WWE's current roster, we'd be considered a face. Uh, Drew McIntyre mm -hmm. would be considered a face. Watch that cage match with him and um, the guy that I hate the most. I don't want to say his name here. But the guy, Randy Orton, yeah. he does a lot of heelish stuff in that. Like, if you go through the faces, they do heelish moves. And I feel like Austin was the first person that did it where nobody criticized it and got over because he really was just a heel that everybody liked. But because everybody liked him, we had to group him as a face. That's the part they're missing is that Austin always was a heel yeah. that we just liked. So he was a face. Oh, they, they, I've seen interviews with... You know, Austin was was a heel going up to this, and you know the plan was for him to continue to be a heel right. because the fans were buying the merch and cheering. He was getting the loudest pop, and you know the 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 most amount of signs. Right. Vince basically said, "I got to turn this guy a face, yeah. because everyone likes him." But I think the problem is, is that Vince has leaned so heavily because in this era we still get legitimate heels and faces. Absolutely. After this era, we get to the uh, aggression era. Yep. That's where you start seeing that ambiguous face stuff, where you're getting these faces that do just heal crap, but it doesn't fit because 
you have to have the character know they're a heel mm -hmm. and do this stuff and get over. You can't have them be a face and then do heel stuff and go, no, you still you still cheer me as a face. It doesn't matter that I bust this guy over. It doesn't matter that I grab the chair first. It doesn't matter. Like, but it doesn't work that way. And I feel like it's a a problem with the heel face dynamic that goes on today is that we're still in this era where you don't want two faces to wrestle each other in a main event or something. But yet, one of those faces, like just Bianca Belair and uh, Sasha Banks. Now, Sasha's now just freshly went heel, but yeah. it was two faces going into it. And But Sasha always acted like a heel when she was a face, except for that whole Bailey underling angle. But the other time when she was like on top, she was a face that acted like a heel. Yeah. That works because that's the boss character. Yeah, like, how can you be the boss and be a face? Right. But the problem is now is that now you're going to push her all the way heel, but it's like you didn't need to do that. Like right. she would have been in that situation with Bianca, the heel anyway, mm -hmm. because we know we know who the baby face is there pure, purely on that. So I don't know. I just think it's a it's an identity crisis now with the baby face heel thing. And I think some smarty marks are either going to say or oh, smarty mark we people will say, well, uh, you just don't understand. It's an evolution of the the art form of the heel and face. And it's like, no, you don't really need, really need that in wrestling. You don't need the evolution of that archetype. You just need to keep that archetype the same and have outliers. Austin's an outlier. Yeah, Let him be that. I don't need Johnny Moxley. You know, like, I mean, we go through the list. I mean, even when Seth was a, a face, yeah. Seth did heel stuff. Like, I, it just go, I mean, the shield technically were faces. Oh yeah, and they were like <laughs> dual power bombing people through tables. tables. Yeah, like it, it just—I yeah. don't know. I just feel like it, it's something to say with the good old era of like you got your faces, you got your heels. Your heels do heel stuff. Your faces do face stuff. That you know, the faces should always be always be chasing the heel because that's the thing. Like mm -hmm. you know, I'm the good guy and I'm going to do good because doing good is the right thing to do. And the heels always going to find a way to sneakily and keep getting up for hand until finally the blow-off match or whatever direction you want to take. If you're going to keep elevating the hill, yeah. like, you know, that's how you decide who wins, who you're going to push further going on. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on my take about, I feel like Austin's persona kind of ruined the game. Worked great for Austin, worked great for the company, but now that persona keeps trying to be recycled. And I feel like it's ruining the game a bit. Uh, I don't know if I can pinpoint it all back to Austin. Um, there are similarities, like what, while you were talking the the one person I kept thinking of was uh, Becky Lynch, yeah, a few years ago, yeah, right, like that trash, the 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 man character and how over she got, and she wasn't doing the extent of what you know Austin was doing, but there there were definitely similarities. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know. I think there's still a, a decent enough dynamic between who the good guy is and who the bad guy is for the most part. Yeah. You have your outliers. Um, but I, I think for right now, there's it, it's still, you know, good enough that, that we know, like we know Randy Orton's a, a, a heel. Right. Right. And we know, like you said, Drew McIntyre's a face or right. Uh, yeah. A, a few years ago, triple H like, Pretty much his entire run, unless he was on DX, he was a heel. And you know right. he was a heel. But even DX were heels. They just, like, in that Austin category where they were heels that everybody liked. Even when they were their most despicable, they were heels that everybody liked. I mean, they, they can get away with it. I mean, because I, I think the common thread is the ones that can get away with it are the ones that have just have enough of a mic skill yeah. 
to get away with it. Oh, the superstars. Yeah, yeah. Super, or even I mean, stars. just even like um, we talk about Roddy Piper. Yeah. Piper. Oh. I mean, you can pre- I, if you were to pinpoint what Piper really is, I would say it depends who he's wrestling. Yeah. If you really want to be on, if he's wrestling Hogan, the rare times they really wrestle because Piper didn't like to go, didn't want Hogan always go over him. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be the heel there. Yeah. But if he's wrestling almost anybody else. He's the, I mean, even we talked about the Brett and Piper match. Who's really the face there? No, they're both faces. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and so, like, as I'm saying, like, like Piper's probably did it the best out of anybody. I think Austin took that baton and ran it to like, oh, like you could lead the company being this way. Mm-hmm. So I think back then they didn't think a guy like Piper who had ambiguous, you can't lead the company being that way because we need your kids to, you know, sleep at night, eat your vitamins and eat your vegetables and all that bullshit. But Austin pretty much took it and was like, I don't care about your vitamins. I don't care about your bedtime. I'm going to drink these beers and I'm going to kick ass. And we were like, yeah, that's, I, feel, I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or, you know, somebody said to me that uh, when I was – exploring this thought process with somebody else a wrestling fan he said well all the hulkamania kids just grew up that's why austin gets over yeah and i didn't think about that i'm like well you're right i started watching wrestling my favorite wrestler was hulk hogan at first then became bret hart and i've always been admired austin because i always hated him because i was a bret guy but i always once bret left i was on the austin camp too but the the conversation was like well the hogan guys you you slept, you said your prayers, you ate your vitamins, and you, you ate your vegetables. So now you were like, oh, now I'm big strong. I like that big strong guy who's everybody up. So I, now I drink my beer. Right, right. <laughs> and now when, I, when he said that, I said, I, I never thought about that. Yeah, that all the Hulkamaniacs grew up yeah. and was like, I don't want no, like, my, I realize my life has complexity now. I don't need a face with no complexities, but I can get a face with complexity. So, well, and the other thing is for the people that, maybe didn't watch weren't avid wrestling fans mm-hmm. didn't maybe weren't hawkamaniacs maybe watch wrestling maybe didn't in the early 90s but were coming on to wrestling now because this was the hottest time right. you know, for wrestling the average fan is gonna go i relate to that guy because he you know kind of looks like an average joe guy yep average joe white guy nothing spectacular yeah. about him bald hair has got a goatee and he drinks beer where's george looks cool yeah where's george like <laughs> i can do that I'm not six foot seven and, you know, wear black every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about some of the stuff in the match to kind of run through. I know Brett and Austin feel like this is probably one of their best matches of both of them. Yeah. Put this in there like top five. I'm like almost top three for Austin in there. I love that Brett makes the comment of like he had to teach Austin how to slow down. Mm-hmm. Like kind of let the match breathe, which is like a staple. We talked about it because we reviewed a lot of Bret Hart matches on yes, here. Which I will say, I didn't pick this one, guys. I know you guys are like, "Oh, you do it because Jason loves." Yes, everybody knows I love Bret. I didn't pick this one up, but he Bret always lets it breathe, and like he was saying, that's one of the things he had to teach Austin. Like sometimes let the match breathe, and for how hot it started and how it ran, even in those hot spots, you can see but they're allowing us to catch up to what's going on. Yeah. So and I thought that was something interesting. I think also an interesting part about it is that, like you said, like they they really didn't plan for this double, you know, double switch. Like no. it was like no, it was it was like again, it was batted around and hey, maybe we can turn you, Brett. Maybe, oh, but nobody had made an agreement on it. And actually, I read that they were they kind of made the decision like halfway through the match. Yeah, like it had been talked about, like you said. Um, the double turn is a double, the, double the, turn. Yeah. The double turn had been talked about, but it wasn't definitive until like halfway through the match, and they both kind of like whispered to each other, like, "Okay, we're gonna roll with this." Right. And they said, "Okay, do it." And 
you know, I'm sure Vince probably said if, if you know, if it goes kind of the way it went and they kind of thought, go ahead and do it. Right. Right. Because right. right. of course Vince still, you know, runs everything, especially at this time. Yeah. Right. So it had been talked about, but it wasn't a hundred percent set in stone that they were going to do this double turn. Absolutely. But they were going based off the crowd and the crowd were so hot for, you know, Austin and Austin 316 and this set and the other, they were like, okay, the time to do it is now. Right. And then, you know, in this, I'm under, I'm maybe not the minority, but the minority in the sense that I feel like at the, this moment, this is some of Brett's best work on the mic. Yeah. No, his mic, skills, his mic skills from now till Survivor uh, SummerSlam. Yeah. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Survivor Series. Um, were really good. And he had some really good promos. And WWE really helped him out with, they kept going back to Canada and the United States. Yes. Like every other week, it <laughs> yeah. seemed like, I'm like, huh, I wonder if they just planned this or just like happened. I, I feel like they planned it. Well, because the whole gimmick was Canada yeah. loves me, America hates me, and America sucks. Yeah. Um, I always wanted, I was like, I wonder if Bret Hart like sat down with the calendar booking sheet and said, Oh, look, we're gonna be in Canada almost the exact same amount of time in the US. Let's use this to my advantage. Right. Or they were like, Okay, go to Canada a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like I said, and then that's also we talked about that before in other episodes, just how impressive that is to be a face in Canada and a heel in America and make it work that well, which is pretty much almost unheard of in the wrestling biz. Usually you're one or the other throughout the whole run, and that's kind of what it is. Yeah. So that was always impressive. Um, no, a great match. I guess we go and we talk a lot about it. You got any more fun facts you want to throw in before we get to the ratings? Um, you do actually get a little bit more of a Bret Hart uh, in the main event of this uh, WrestleMania. He does show up at the uh, in the main event and talks before the match and is like. I don't like you, Undertaker, and I definitely don't like you, Psycho Sid. <laughs> right. And John Michaels is sitting in the commentating booth, and he kind of badmouths Shawn Michaels and, you know, kind of lets his frustration out just to prove that he is definitely a heel. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Um, people may not remember that because it is just Psycho versus, you know, Taker. Well, yeah, which wasn't. Yeah, which I mean, was anything with Psycho Sid is going to be suspect. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that, that's, that's, you know, just fantastic match and, and great storyline, heel face turn, you know, everything. And this is fantastic. All right. Well, the bearded one, what will you be ranking this match? What would you give it? Oh, you know, I'm going Macho Man on this. Oh, yeah. Right here. So good old five. Oh, sorry. I guess I should do that. Macho Man is a five, which means it's great. Million Dollar Man is a four, which just means really good. Sergeant Slaughter, average, a three. The Mountie, two. And I donned him. Soldier Boy cranked that. But Travis said he has a real name. Travis said to share his real name. Sergeant Pittman. All right. Soldier Boy cranked that. You <laughs> is a one, which means it was terrible. So uh, for this match, I am going to – I mean, y'all already know where I'm going, man. Y'all know I'm going – both of them, baby. We give it a 10. We're giving it a 10. A rep for five. Macho man for five. We're giving it a 10 out of 10. That means the 10, five for Austin, a five for Brett. Man, that match is awesome. It's one of my favorite matches of all time. I, I, I'm not going to say frequently, but at least once a year, I watch that match because I just love watching that match yeah. and how it ends and how, how it plays out. Um, Again, just great, 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 great match. It's probably one of the better matches that we are probably going to review on this show. Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's not there's not going to be too many matches that are going to top that one. 
Right. Yeah. yeah so I, I think. Even yeah. You can't have any more than five stars. I'm looking well, at you and Dave Meltzer. You can't have more man? than five stars. Look here, my man. Uh, when you're dealing with the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, you got to sometimes give rankings that will never be done, okay. that never have seen, and some rankings that will go through the echelon of history to never be done again. Okay. We just got the first one here, a 10 out of 10. I can't wait till we get to some of these other matches where I made the, I may go, I may go to 20. You never know. You just never know out here. These rankings I'm giving out in these streets. But yes, if we had to I'm go sure by, it'll be a Bret Hart match. <laughs> yeah. it, may be a, it may be a Kirk Henning match. Uh, so yes, we're, I'm giving it a five or a ten because you know I'm giving each wrestler a five, so equals ten. Only thing I'll give a negative to is I'll give a Soldier Boy Crankum to uh, Ken Shamrock for touching my man Brett at the end of the end of the match. You lucky Brett and put them hands on him. Yeah, uh, job. So once again, <laughs> no, his job was to make sure Austin quit. Austin quit. Ken Shamrock kick rocks. He gonna go in and try to yeah, put his hands gotta, on my man, you Brett. Got, you gotta protect the down wrestler after the match. You can't just let him get beat up afterwards. Come on, that's what you say. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but thank you guys always, uh, Travis the Bearded Wonder. You, uh, you have your closing things you have to tell people. Where can they? They have things they want to do or that yep. they want to talk to us. Or? Yep. So if you have a match that you would like for us to review, it is WrestleMania season, so we are kind of more taking WrestleMania requests. Um, at this point, you mm -hmm. can always write us a comment in the video section, mm -hmm. uh, and we will try our best to get to it as soon as possible. I know we've had a few videos, uh, matches requests uh, that we are trying to get to. Um, a few of them we're kind of saving a little till after WrestleMania because mm -hmm. um, we are kind of want to focusing on WrestleMania at this point. Um, but we, if you want to ask us a to do a match, just let us know. If it's not WrestleMania, we'll probably wait a little bit. But I got a little notepad that I'm writing those down, and we will get to it. So if you have a request, let us know. Also, and also, guys, please check out the rest of our previous ones. There's some awesome matches in there. I mean, but check out the rest of our previous wrestling reviews. We just did, we just did one. Yeah, we did a two parter on. 1990 Great American Bash. Yep. WCW. So we did it as the individuals, but it's a part one and a part two because it's the same pay per view. So we figured we'd give you guys some of that. Uh, for WrestleMania, we still have not figured out what we're going to do. My biggest speculation will be because typically I watch it with Travis anyway. We may set up because we have one of our friends, Ray, and maybe we go live on one of the matches or one or two of the matches of the night. And we do a live uh, review of it as it goes on. Yep. So that I thought that's something because that way we can enjoy WrestleMania, eat and joke, but also give you guys some content that you guys may enjoy as well. So we'll see how that works out. And if we do that, we'll give you guys a heads up so you guys can tune in with us on possible YouTube and and or Facebook. So uh, other than that, man, that will end another edition of Wrestling Review. My man, Travis the Bearded Wonder here, and your boy, Mr. Smooth, Corny J. We are out. We will see you all next time. Peace. See you guys. This is a Head Cannon Circus production. <laughs>